0: Did you know that CryptoCurrent now has its own apparel shop? Well, look no further. If you want the latest gear from the CryptoCurrent crew, please check out both our show notes and our website where you can get anything from a long sleeve shirt to joggers to sweatshirts to tank tops, hats, you name it. We have some pretty swagged out gear for you. So if you're in love with our brand just as much as we are, please check out our gear today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Current. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a very special guest all the way out in Singapore working on a very cool DAO that is very cool and interesting in the sense that For all of you who are interested in real estate and understanding how you potentially can bring that type of investment opportunity into the crypto blockchain space, we'll look no further. Uh, Citadel has found a way to get that done. So I know I'm excited to learn more about this and I hope you are as well. Um, I want to thank Joel, uh, one of the uh, community members, to join and speak about this today. Joel, thank you so much for, for being on the show. Hey Richard, thanks for
1: having us on this show. And I'm super excited to share a little bit more about our project.
0: Absolutely. Well, before uh, we dive into Citadel, first, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Cool. Um, uh, basically,
1: for legal reasons, I'd like to just start off with a, a short disclaimer. Uh, so this is not investment advice, uh, not a solicitation of investment or asking anyone to buy any investment product. Um, whatever we share here is only purely for educational purpose, uh, to share a little bit more about how our platform works. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll just go straight into uh, maybe a short introduction about myself. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, my, na- my name is Joel and uh, my background is uh, really in the institutional uh, real estate space. Um, all the past 12 years have been with uh, many platforms such as uh, CPRE, Capital Land, UBS Investment Bank, and most recently, uh, uh, Insurance Private Equity Real Estate Platform. Um, helping them invest in real estate globally. Um, As for my own crypto experience, uh, it was really back in 2017 and 2018 um, when I kind of um, uh, got into the space at a point in time, as you would have remembered, I think um, STO was all the hype and as an institutional landlord, we had many requests to tokenize our properties uh, by those projects. But at the point in time, one of the uh, major issues we had was that we could never get a convincing answer to two questions which um, uh, bugs us quite a bit. The first one, uh, how we could legitimately enforce our rights to redeem the title deed to underlying real estate um, with the real estate token. And the second one, how we could get liquidity, secondary market liquidity for the real estate token. And that that is kind of um 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 uh, kind, kind kind of uh the nail in the coffin for many of these uh, uh requests that we receive uh we couldn't support them because of that. But it got me and a couple of uh, institutional lawyers in the space um, together. We started brainstorming on how we could um, develop a, a a legit structure that will confer the right to redeem the underlying title deed with the real estate token, just like how you could redeem the US dollar with the USDC. And it was back in October 2020, so a little more uh, than a year, that we had a breakthrough moment um, and we had a structure that prestigious law firm is willing to uh, uh underwrite, uh, issue a legal opinion to validate the legitimacy of the structure. Um, we kind of took this to a family office, family office locate, they agreed to inject their portfolio of real estate um, to support POC for this project. Uh, and that is really how um, the project began.
0: Yeah, that is a unique background. So just to recap it, you have been interested in seeing like, how do you even bring the real estate into the crypto space? So back in October of 2020, so almost about a year and a half ago, y'all started to move this forward. But the two big challenges that were faced was one, being able to provide legitimacy through getting the title and uh, the, the the contract basically where you could have it set up and spread out. And then the second was providing liquidity uh, to that as well. And so those are the two big hurdles and typically not being able to get over those two hurdles is what kills a lot of the projects that try to go and and accomplish this. So you fast forward to now of a, the end of February of 2022, y'all have made a lot of progress. Can you kind of tell us a little bit of where you are now and and why you made the decision to go the direction of a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, in order to get this entity set up?
1: Right, sure then. Um, So first to start off with, um, those um, uh, those two problems, they were kind of the nail in the coffin for many projects. And uh, happy to say that we at Citadel have the solution for both of this. So um, that that was really what got us off the ground. Um, As to um, why we decide to approach this from a DAO perspective, from a Web3 perspective, rather than from a C5 perspective as many other projects have pursued. um, It it is really because uh, of DeFi Summer that helped us solve the liquidity uh, challenges uh in this space. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and really um if if you if you look at what we are building over here, we are actually leveraging DeFi to drive demand, to unlock capital efficiency in real estate. And doing it in the typical web tool context, in the C 5 context, um we believe uh that would have kind of uh the ability to uh, unlock that capital efficiency, that liquidity in this space. Um, our belief here is that uh, today's real estate lacks accessibility, liquidity and composability. It's a huge market, 280 trillion all of it globally, but a whole bunch of that money it's actually locked. It's not doing anything. It's not earning interest. Not being invested. Not being used to drive and move the economy forward. Right. And and real quick, I want to
0: emphasize that you said two hundred eighty-two trillion dollars locked in real estate. Two hundred eighty trillion. Oh my gosh, it's so much. That's globally right? right, and a whole bunch of
1: it. I mean, if you just assume, let's say you you are only take you only able to take a fifty percent mortgage on all the properties, so it's hundred and forty trillion of. Dollars that is locked. It's not doing anything at all. And to give you a simple analogy of what I mean by this, let's assume you have $1 million today, right? And you take this $1 million, you head over to your bank, right? And um, you put this $1 million into a fixed deposit. Now, no matter how low the fixed deposit interest is going to be, your banker is still going to give you some form of interest in return for the $1 million in fixed deposit you put to the bank. Now, assuming you shop along the street, you saw a $1 million property that you like very much, you take $1 million, the same $1 million in cash, and you go and buy the property, which gives you the title date. Now that title date is worth $1 million, take this title date, go to the bank, and tell the bank, say, hey, banker, banker, I would like to put this $1 million title date, uh, in the bank, in the fixed deposit account. Could, how much interest will you give me? What do you think the bank would tell you? They say, no way, Jose, it can't be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that's what we mean by capital inefficiency. The moment you put this $1 million into the real estate, boom, it's gone. Right? You, you, lose, you lose access to that $1 million. You know, Whereas if you kept it in the bank, at any point in time, you can still like redeem it. So uh, our plan really is to use DeFi to unlock that capital. By improving accessibility, liquidity, and composability, and we believe this will help drive demand for real estate on chain, increase the capital efficiency of real estate on chain, and enhance the overall fair value of the real estate universe. In fact, as a team, we believe strongly that in future there will be two sets of prices for real estate: the price of real estate on chain and the price of real estate in real life. And we believe that real estate on chain will always always have a higher value than a real estate in real world because there will be more use cases for it on-chain. Unlike the limited use cases we have today, constrained by existing limitations on how we can allot that capital that we own, that same $1 million that we own in a real estate by everybody else, by right? the supplier of capital. Right. So um, to give a simple, another analogy here, Imagine you have an iPhone today, and the iPhone that you have has only three use cases. You can only make a phone call, you can send an SMS, or you can only take a photo with the uh, onboard camera. But you can't share the photo with anyone without physically sharing the phone itself. How much do you think this phone is worth? I'll say no more than one, two hundred bucks, if any at all, right? right? Those phones used to exist 10, 20 years ago. Uh, and, and that was the price range then. But what changed fundamentally for the iPhone is the introduction of the App Store. And what the App Store did, it attracts top talents, top developers from all around the world to come and build apps on the App Store. And each of these apps that comes onto the App Store, it unlocks new utility for the iPhone. Today, with the iPhone, with the apps on the App Store installed in your iPhone, you could literally use the iPhone to watch movies, play games, uh, go on social media, um, trade, do your banking transfers, and so on and so forth. The, the number of use cases for your iPhone exploded exponentially. Because of the App Store, right? And that today, with the iPhone going for more than a thousand bucks, nobody complained, nobody bane. everybody think there's value in it, simply because the use cases have increased, and that's what we are building over here at Citadel for the real estate space. We believe wow. that.
0: No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna unpack that just for a second. So I think those are two really good analogies. The the first one being, or the one that I really want to unpack just for a second is the, the example of the iPhone. One, what really brought its value is that before when you wanted to present software to somebody, you had to have a piece of hardware that you would hand to the consumer and then have the software built on top of it in order for them to use it. When the iPhone came out, they basically said, "We'll take care of the hardware. Now you can build the software to build utilities and make it more valuable. So now you have these software companies that can come up, build amazing things without them physically having to have any hardware Um, to, to deal with. And that created economies, scales of economies and marketplaces on top of a platform. So in the world of real estate, to bring it back to where things currently are right now is when you look at real estate, real estate is its own kind of place of value but it has a lot of liquidity locked up there's not a lot of things you can build on top of real estate because once uh you kind of have that transaction or have have it go through that's it it's kind of just locked up until the next transaction happens and it's then passed from one person to another either for more money less money whatever it is but it's just locked there's not an ecosystem on which things are operating on top of it does that sound about right Today's podcast is brought to you by Solads, the creators of Ladopoly, a.k.a. the play-to-earn version of Monopoly. Owning a lad will unlock a number of monthly benefits and grant you lifetime access to the club, including the DAO. For Ladopoly, players roll dice to move around the board, and when they land on a property they don't own, they must pay rent before they can roll again. Ladopoly has a ton of utilities, including anyone who mints a board game will receive 5% of every cell of that NFT in the future. There will be in-game taxes, 50% of which go back to board holders monthly. There's a 3% royalty on NFT game board sales with 5% royalty on NFT property sales. Board holders will also be airdropped 50 LAD tokens. Board holders will be airdropped free properties. 50% of all advertising sales will go to board holders and 10% of version 2 LAD quarterly profits are airdropped to board holders. And one of the best parts of the game is that they will be giving away blue chip NFTs weekly as an in-game achievement. For more information, go to soladsnft.com. Again, that's soladsnft.com.
1: Right, right. you are then. And the ecosystem exists today. It's called Web3, it's called DeFi. The composability of the project is what drives the sustainability of this. Now, if you think of real estate as the iPhone with the three use cases, I mean, real estate in the real world as the iPhone with the three use cases and the DeFi universe as the App Store, effectively, we are building the API to link that real estate to this App Store the composability of App Store. In fact, this App Store over here have a whole bunch of other exciting DeFi projects out there waiting to unlock that capital efficiency, that accessibility, that liquidity in real estate. It's just waiting for the link to materialize. And at Citadel, we are building that link. And we believe that in future, the value of real estate on chain will increasingly be driven by the use cases for the real estate tokens itself, with the underlying real estate only contributing a fraction of the actual value of the real estate token. We believe that real estate today is a very traditional asset class that's ripe for disruption, and the time for disruption is now. We believe that all assets will ultimately be tokenized in the new world, just like how everything is securitized today. The difference With tokenization, you no longer have to have intermediaries, pay fat fees to fat cats along the line that for some reason or another add value simply by the network, their connection, and by allowing to do things to your own asset that you are not allowed to do because of some um, web to institutional space like they you know they they, they, they usually have like uh regulations saying that you can do this you can't do that even though hey this is my own asset you know <laughs> like yeah. you can't like you, your one million dollar in your property that's your one million dollar but why is it that you need to wait for others to tell you how much you can unlock when you can unlock where you can unlock
0: it gives you the flexibility to do it back. So it's it's interesting. And what I want to now unpack more about as I look at the Citadel and just looking at some of the things on the website, um, you talk about participating in the IRO. Can you explain what that is and how people would potentially be able to do that?
1: Yeah, um, thanks for bringing bring us back to the IRO. So the IRO basically is our process to introduce real estate on-chain. And that's why it really stands for IRO. Uh, it is a very unique process and we believe will be a very rewarding process for the community um, who, who likes to help us bring the real estate on-chain. Now, our vision here is that in future, <coughs> landlords will be able to list their real estate in a permissionless manner on the setup platform. And the community will make the decision as to whether that real estate is priced correctly, is worthy to bring on-chain to introduce to the rest of the DeFi community to compose with other DeFi projects. So just maybe I'll walk you through a demonstration of how the IRO will be conducted. Uh, assuming we have a $20 million property, which is the case here. And uh, in this case, the landlord decides to put up a $1 million reward to be shared by all participants who successfully uh, participated in the ILO over uh, the next 10 days. <clears throat> now, in the traditional world, this $1 million is effectively the commission you pay to a third-party agent with no vested interest in the real estate that they're promoting. But in this case, you're actually rewarding those who put their money where the mouth is, those who actually committed into the IRO. And those people who, the participants who contributed to this IRO, who committed to this IRO initially, they will be rewarded uh, based on when they choose to participate in the IRO and how many people choose to participate in the IRO at the same time. Point type, it's very similar to how you farm for you. It's a concept that is very well understood within the Web three space, and that concept we believe is very exciting for all the non coiners out there, for all the Web two users out there. We want to introduce to them, so we introduce to them via this uh a concept called the IRO, which is literally a spin on uh on 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 a new farming. The unique thing about this is that, unlike other cases where you, uh, other youth firms, where you typically commit a stable coin or or you commit uh, a a digital asset like Bitcoin Ethereum for governance token, in this case, you actually commit a stable coin to earn more stable coins because this $1 million will actually get paid out in USDC and you can collect it right after the IRO is over. Now, yeah. how do the participants share in this $1 million? Uh, in this case, because it's 10 days, we will assume an equal distribution of this $1 million over the 10 days and set up a $100,000 reward pool for each day for the participants to share in this reward pool on a pro rata basis determined by their commitment to the IRO commitment pool for the day. So let's assume a case where we have three participants. We have Alice who committed $10,000 on day one, Bob committed $990,000 on day three, and Carol committed $19 million on day five, which closes the IRO successfully. Um, because Alice, she came in early, she came in on day one, but on the dot, And she participated in all the 10 pools. The $10,000 that she put in uh, and the first two pools were exclusively hers, right? Uh, Her $10,000 will give her 100% of the first pool, 100% of the second pool. So that means that she gets $200,000 in all before Bob's come in with 990,000 and take 99% of the pool. And Carol come in and take 95% of the pool. So, the API obviously from this is going to go through the roof, right? Uh, And and that's the upside. Now, as the IRO completes, there are two potential outcomes. The first outcome is that let's let's go down the conservative route. And the first outcome is the IRO is not successful. If it's not successful, what happens to Alice, Bob, and Carol? Whatever that they committed into the IRO in the first place, They will go back to the IRO smart contract and they will reclaim their commitment, which means that Alice will go back and take back her 10,000. Bob will go to the smart contract and claim back his 990,000 USDC and Carol will uh, take back her 19 million USDC. And everybody walks away. The landlord walks away and all the participants walk away. No transaction happened. But if the IRO is successful now, these participants will be connected with the landlord for them to transact themselves effectively. This $10,000 will be uh, converted into 10,000 real estate token minted by the landlord uh, and distributed to uh, the participant, uh, Alice. Uh, And in return for her $10,000 that she converted into real estate tokens, she will be able to also, on top of that, the real estate token she received, she will also be able to um, go ahead and uh, claim to have it in 2000 in USDC reward that she earned from being the first one and the only one in the pool for the first two days.
0: Very interesting. Okay, so by locking in liquidity, you're rewarding people for being first and early. Um, but you're also giving a way for investors who come into this that in the event that the IRO that they participate is unsuccessful. They at least get their initial investment out. But in the event that is successful, they get to get their initial investment plus whatever is compounded upon. So they're, so has the IRO basically found a way to completely de-risk the downside? Like there's, there's no way like you invest into this and you walk away with not getting at least your initial investment out. Did, did I understand that right or did I, what, am I missing something?
1: Okay, so to begin with, right, at Citadel we don't have investors, uh, nor do we right. encourage investments. We only have um contributors mm-hmm. and uh we only have community participants who commit their capital uh to the IO. Um at all point in time is there no expect is there any ex- there's no expectation of profit in any way. Um and uh, and and because of that, um, you should not have any expectation of profit when participating in the I.O. Um, however, having said that, the mechanism is designed such that it allows um, co- uh, participants to to indicate their interest uh, in the property to the, the landlord, and if there's sufficient commitment uh, raised from the interest indicated, uh, the it the, will interact directly with the landlord. And the rest of it can be minted by the landlord, and they can go ahead um, um, and create their own mini town in a way. Now, on the flip side, obviously, because you're just indicating your commitment here, so at any point in time, if let's say insufficient commitment is raised, all you have to do is just withdraw your commitment because there's no there's not enough commitment to ensure a successful IR in the first place. You just take your money back and you walk away there's, there's, there's no
0: transaction done at all. Got it. Okay. No, but thank you. Thank you for breaking that down. So for, for everyone that's listening to this, they're really involved in the real estate or their real estate market are really interested in learning more about this opportunity. And they're like, okay, they want to find a way to participate. Cause again, they're not investors. They are um, part of the community and they are choosing to contribute if they so choose. What would that process look like? How would somebody who's listening to this right now be able to take next steps to be able to participate in the Citadel?
1: Yeah, So to to participate in Citadel, um, you 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 just have to. Um, there, there are two. There are two. There are three, actually two official channels that we are engaging our community with. Um, the first one is our Discord uh, channel, and the second one is our Twitter channel. Um, and to get access to both of them, uh, you just have to visit our website at citadao.io. um So that's C-I-T-A-D-A-O dot I-O And uh, you should be able to, um, to, to to join our community right there. Um, do join our Discord channel. Uh, that's where we are most active. Um, and And introduce yourself and let us know how you want to help, how you think you could help, and we'll put you um, right where uh, we think there's most value for you um, as as well as for the project. Um, So, yeah, it's C-I-T-A-D-A-O dot I-O. And uh, if you join and and mention that um, you are actually uh, referred to by uh, CryptoCavern, so just let us know that CryptoCavern referred uh, you. We will also give you uh free Citadel tokens, uh, sort of a a, a a airdrop that you can claim very shortly, uh, in the next month or so.
0: Excellent. Well, we definitely appreciate that, and everyone listening, make sure you go check that out and uh, use the referral because uh, who doesn't like some uh free tokens headed their way? Um, but um, Joel, you've definitely given us a lot of really good knowledge. Um, I always like to wrap up with two fun questions. The first of which is. With all the information you've been able to gather with being in this space for the last uh, several years as you're building and figuring out Citadel, if you could go and impart one to two pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first got started, what would you tell yourself? Yeah. um, I I guess
1: uh, probably the first one is to be uh, more patient. Uh, Things do not always happen the way you want it to to, to take place. Uh, there's a lot of frustration along the way, but likewise, the world operates in amazing ways. And uh, if you've seen what how, how the liquidity piece was unlocked by DeFi Summer, which was totally unexpected, but boom, Web3 took off in a huge way uh, in 2021. Sometimes good things um, just takes a little bit more time to come. But when it materializes um, You 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 have no you you, the way the world unlocks the mysteries, uh, and the challenges ahead for you. There's always a way forward as long as you're persistent. So keep staying persistent, um, keep believing in yourself, in your dream, in your project, and the rest of the pieces will take care of itself.
0: Two great lessons: be patient, make sure you be persistent. Some things just take time, so appreciate that, Joel. But again, what is a final thought? that you want to leave with everyone listening here today?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to appreciate all of you uh, for listening to us and um, really appreciate Richard here for um, giving us your time to share a little bit more about SIRDA project. Um, We really believe that Web3, as it is, will be able to change the world that we know of today. It will be able to disrupt so many things in this world, just by improving the efficiency whereby peer-to-peer transaction works, and we hope that all of you out there will learn more about Web3 space. We'll grow together with DAO communities like ours. I mean, there are other DAOs out there too. But join, join any one of this. Get your feet wet. Start learning about it, and you are going to be so excited by it like I did that you'll want to give out your nine to five just to do this full time, just like I did.
0: For sure. Well, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, Web3 is the future. I agree with you on that. Keep educating yourself, everyone on this. Keep finding unique ways to get involved. As you can see, there's all kinds of directions you can go in the world of Web3, find out what your passion is, and then find out how you can bring it to this next landscape which is Web3. So Joel, again, thank you so much for spending time. I know that you've let us know different ways that people can connect, which is through uh, citydial.io, where they can connect with you on Twitter and Discord. Are there any other ways that they potentially can connect with you?
1: Um, we, we we stick to the primary mode of communication because there are many other, I'm pretty sure you heard of scams <laughs> out there. So yeah, um, yeah just, just introduce yourself and check on the main channel. And we'll be more than happy to interact with you there. We, uh, none of the CERDAO community managers or, or contributors DM. Uh, we keep everything transparent just like how DAO should be. So always on the main channels and you will get... Uh, we, we, there's no there's no questions out of bound. There's no conversation topic out of bound. We are all very transparent. So come on in uh, and start asking, me.
0: Perfect. Well, sounds good for everyone listening. If that sounds great, make sure you go check them out at Citadel. And um, again, Joel, thank you so much for spending time with us. And everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Cassius Octavius 15 I had an awesome experience as a guest on the show, and Richard is a wonderful guy. Well organized, great content, I highly recommend the show. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews, and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website, where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew Deritter with Derrida Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to Productions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.